Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Mal Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you followed us on Twitter. Uh, we are at MCU underscore Rewind. Um, or, uh, you know what, don't follow us on Twitter. Um, we're, we're, we're fine with that one. Um, but would be... What would be better than that is if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whatever other podcast app you use to uh, give ratings. And if you want to treat it like Twitter, where you ask us questions and then we respond, we can do that too. Uh, just keep giving us that that five-star rating and we will keep responding. I don't think you can give multiple five-star ratings or multiple well, ratings. Oh, no, you have to delete the rating and then do it again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or just follow us on Twitter. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Okay, fine. Fine. You can do both. And with that out of the way, today we are rewinding Season 2, Episode 7 of Jessica Jones, a.k.a. I Want Your Cray Cray, which originally dropped on March 8th of 2018. I like how you, we have to soberly say, I want your cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you gotta, that, that's, that's the thing that you have to do, like, as seriously as possible. Yes. All right. Uh, as usual, here's our rundown of the episode. It's Al's favorite! A flashback episode! We see a heavily burned Alyssa awake and unintentionally terrorize a young Jessica Jones. She is sedated and next wakes up roughly five years later after a lot of treatment. The treatment altered her looks and caused her super strength and extreme mood swings. She finds out that Jessica has been adopted by the Walkers. Intent on seeing Jessica, Alyssa escapes the IGH by killing a nurse and severely injuring Inez Green. In a separate series of flashbacks, we see Trisha's pop star career and her eventual downfall into drug abuse. After falling out with Trish because of this, Jessica meets and has a relationship with Sterling, an aspiring club owner, and doing crimes to benefit the both of them. Uh, the flashbacks collide when Je Alyssa finds Jessica living with her new boyfriend, but sees him apparently attempt to exploit her for her powers, and kills him in a fit of rage. Returning to IGH, Malice uh, promises Alyssa he will cure her of her side effects. Sterling's death leads to Jessica reconnecting with Trish, helping her become and helping her become sober. Uh, Trish, definitely not Jessica. In the present, Jessica refuses to give Alyssa, forgive Alyssa, and attacks her. Malice then sedates Jessica. I had to be very clear, clear that Jessica did not get sober, and I don't think has ever willingly been sober in her adult life. Trying to think about it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, when when she was in college, you know, she seemed to still be, like, even though she had problems, mm -hmm. uh, she seemed to not drink her problems away. But um, I feel like yeah. the events of what we see in this flashback are part of what lead her to drink a lot. So yeah, okay. I think I think we'll talk about that later. But she was already a heavy drinker. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? Al, what's your fast fact? So, at the end of this episode, uh, Jessica and Trish are watching a movie on the rooftop, which I assume is the first time that they they did that. Uh, I don't know if they said it 
specifically, or if, if uh, we were just meant to assume that. But the movie was Touch of Evil, a 1958 Orson Welles film. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a mystery film about murder, kidnapping, police corruption, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I, I have the whole um, synopsis of that movie, but oh, I don't think we need you did more it. work. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I was yeah. going to say you did more work than me, but I think yeah, I did book. less because <laughs> I copied from IMDb. Ah, uh, yeah, um, I summarized IMDb. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I knew about this movie beforehand is the opening scene uh, is like considered one of the best. Uh, single takes in cinema history it's like one of the first great ones it's also um like shown it was shown to me in film class uh back in college about like how to build suspense because like you see a bomb going off or not going off but see people set a bomb like under a table and all these people are like meeting through this one scene and like the audience is just waiting for the bomb to go off yeah yeah so I guess that kind of connects with this episode, right? Because like that's what every time you see Alyssa, you're just waiting for that bomb to go off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was trying to figure out how that movie might relate to the episode, uh, and mm-hmm. I had nothing. So sure, yeah, let's go with what you said. Just waiting for that bomb to go off. Yeah. Um, we'll move back to the title of the episode. I want your cray cray. Um, obviously the name of Trisha's hit single, but. Also, kind of like what Sterling said, uh, was proving to Jess that he wants to be part of her crazy life, and that's it. That's the only cray cray people want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Trish kind of wants her crazy life that she was living at the time. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but Um, like this is mostly about Alyssa, and no one wants her cray cray. It's very dangerous. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's that 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 cray cray goes from zero to sixty fast. Yeah. Uh, it really throws me off that her name is spelled A L I S A, and that's not a way I've ever seen Alyssa spelled. <laughs> like we kept calling her Elisa, uh, previously before they said her name, and it's oh. really throwing me off. Uh. Well, now we know. And now we have to go back and edit those episodes. I won't. Uh, As you guys all know, uh, you've heard them. We keep calling her Alina or Eliza or not Alyssa ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We find out that uh, Jessica's middle name is Campbell. Uh, I kind of covered this last week when we talked about Alyssa. um, That... Alyssa or Campbell was Jessica's name before she got adopted by the Joneses in the comics. So they still kind of have her have her original mil- or last name. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like it was a, a big storyline reason like, that they yeah. they changed it in the comics. It's like, yeah, OK, let's, let's make it a slightly different reason. OK, that's it. I think they just streamlined it uh, because... <laughs> Here, her name has just always been Jessica Jones. Like, Alyssa's last name is Jones. <laughs> so, they just streamlined it so they didn't have to explain that, yes, it was Jones, but she was adopted by someone else, so she changed... Or, it was Campbell, but she adopted by someone else and changed it to Jones. But actually, she was adopted by the Walkers, so that made no sense anyway. So, just make it Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah. And then, finally, we see in this episode them pulling a... What I call a Last Crusade. Or you can call it a solo. But where we find where Jessica got her iconic traits 
all in the same like two day period. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reveals uh, where she got her leather jacket and where she got the name of Ailey's Investigations, both because of Sterling. So, yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. Al, should we talk about the modern day Gilda Radner, Jessica Jones? Uh, yes, but specifically from a number of years ago. We we have no idea how many years ago it was, right? Did, uh, did they say? Did I miss it? Yes, yes, we do. Hold on, no, oh. no, we don't. We see, <laughs> we find out in this episode that it's been. Or we find out next week's episode how long it has been since the accident, uh, the car accident. But we don't find out how long it's been since this. Okay. All right. Well, then. Um, Anyway, to answer your original question. Yes, Tony, we should. We should talk about Jessica Jones. Uh Okay. Oh, I want to talk about Gilda Radner. Um, She was great in Saturday Night Live. I think she did the Landshark skit in the 70s, which is a classic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and other things. She did a weekend update for a while. All right, now we could go on to Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about this version of Jessica compared to modern Jessica? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it, this makes sense, right? Like this, you know, what we see here is she's um a lot more trusting, right? Mm-hmm. She's a little more naive. Uh, but also not that naive compared to what she grew up with, right? I mean, yeah. you know, she still has the problems of her family dying when she was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. She still has the problems of her best friend slash adoptive sister um, being, well, a, a child star and also uh, big on drugs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there's that. Um, did we know she went to college? I mean, she dropped out, but did, did we know that? I don't think so. I think that's a new thing. Yeah. Um, I do like that pre-Kilgrave, she was much more Mm -hmm. flippant with her powers. She's like literally opening an ATM or breaking into a store uh, and showing it off in public, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the ATM thing was like a... a, Rage. Yeah, exactly. It was rage. It was in the moment. Uh, the the breaking into that store, I, I I I guess that became a normal thing for for her and and Sterling, right? Because we we got mm-hmm. that shot of the apartment that they shared together uh, that had a lot of stuff in it. So I feel like that was it. Just kind of became a normal thing that they did. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, seen, in season one, like Jessica saved somebody when she was dressed as a sandwich, and that's what got Kilgrave's attention. Mm-hmm. But so I like she uses her powers to protect and intimidate people, but not as much selfishly anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
she uh, I guess she she learned a lesson maybe I don't know if it's related to this or... I think it's related to Kilgrave seeing her and just oh yeah that makes that. a lot more sense yeah <laughs> yeah she she very quickly learned what would happen if someone could use her powers for evil yeah but also yeah that's true also she thinks her beating up the I called them disgruntled investors is what got Sterling killed uh-huh yeah which in a roundabout way it is because they wanted to use her but it was really Alyssa's fault mm-hmm. yeah um let's see i'm just like i don't know if, do we still want to go beat by beat about everything um i don't i don't know if there's too much i mean you know we we kind of really get like four parts of the episode with her in it right you know at the beginning uh, she goes to the club to see the the new song from Trish, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, ends up arguing with Trish, uh, and and kind of just yeah. they part ways for a little bit. Um, we have no I, idea how long. But another thing we get an origin for in this episode is um, <laughs> Trish tells her to lie if she doesn't have anything to say, right? Or anything nice to say, <laughs> which is I like kind of her reaction during the engagement party a few episodes ago. Like she legit didn't have anything oh, yeah. nice to say. But she <laughs> she knew the lie now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's also gotten a lot of practice uh, in the past few years also. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> realizing she wants to keep uh, Trish part of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. She's willing to make sacrifices. Even in this, she's been willing to make sacrifices that she wasn't before Sterling's death. Like, when she talks to Trish about going to stay with her mom to get recovery mm-hmm. uh is a sacrifice of her because she won't be able to see trish anymore yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean in a sense she was kind of already uh not seeing trish but yes <laughs> yeah but the thing is like they reconciled they watched uh uh touch of evil the, mm-hmm. she could have been like yeah just i don't know if go back to old times would be the right thing but she could like revel in the support she needs after her boyfriend dies. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, what other thing? What other things do you think in the time she was with Sterling, which okay. is a probably extended period because there's like a time skip between the first night in the main the club and then when they're living together. So hopefully there was a time slip skip. What other quintessential Jessica Jones things do you think she got in that time frame? Because this probably developed all her character pre-Kilgrave. <laughs> um, well, this is probably when she um, started learning her PI skills. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not the tracking people down part, uh, but I do think the other things, you know, like, um, you know, she definitely got better at breaking into buildings yeah. and... Also, spotting the buildings that do or do not have an alarm system, or how easy it is to disable said alarm, or how long until that alarm goes up. Like, stuff like that, you know? Uh, I, I feel like those things started popping up a lot more. Yeah, I'm super surprised there was no alarm on that building that she uh, broke into, <laughs> or that store she built, broke into. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes, like, what, 30 seconds for the alarm to actually go off? So, That's if they're just in and out... 
it's 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 a time, right? Because you have to have an amount of time to get in and then press the code to turn it off. Oh yeah, that's true. But like, I've only alarmed like schools that I work with. Like, putting that code, there will be a beep. Mm-hmm. There will be sounds before that alarm goes off. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I think this one just wasn't alarmed. <laughs> Yeah, that's possible. Maybe they were just really reliant on the, uh, uh, on that gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, who could break into that? This was mm-hmm. pre. This is pre Avengers. They don't know about superhero super people. That's true. Um, also, at the time, uh, bolt cutters did not exist yet. Nope, that was like I... two years away. <laughs> that's that's true too. Mm-hmm. I'm so naive. The only way you can get through a gate, you have to have superpowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe this was one of those gates that was electric. And mm-hmm. uh and so uh Jessica already knew how to work around that. Now normally you have to get like bolt cutters that also set an electric pulse so that way, you know, you don't shock yourself. But um uh, Jessica just knew how to open it without getting shocked. Yeah. Or that's another one of her powers that we don't know. Um, no, and it also no. makes absolutely no sense. Why she also got tased a few episodes ago. Remember with the super taser? So she's not oh, immune right. to electricity. And okay. if Thor is not immune to being shocked, no one's immune <laughs> to being shocked. All right, that's true. <laughs> Tasers, the great equalizer. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's going to be uh, spoiler alert. That's going to be how the Avengers beat Kang in. Uh, <laughs> When, when they have to fight him. Or Ant-Man. That's how Ant-Man will beat Kang. And then well, I mean, the, different the Kang problem. will show up later. And then Ant-Man will tell all the Avengers, oh, this is how you beat Kang. Hey, when's this episode drop? Um, three weeks. Before Ant-Man Quantumania, okay. if that's what you're asking. Okay, good. Because I didn't want to spoil it. Because I'm assuming that they're right. That you're right. That's how they'll get out of the quantum realm. Is somehow use a taser. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I mean, that's what <laughs> uh, Avengers Kang Dynasty is going to be about because there's going to be multiple Kangs. So they need out the whole thing instead of like collecting Infinity Stones, they all have to go out and find tasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Except for Spider Man, they... who has taser webs. Uh, well, he doesn't have them anymore. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah. Well, they so they all split up which Kang they fight. Uh, and then, then they all go to their, their timeline and they fight that Kang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, that's true. Except for the one who is completely male rubber, because in infinite universes, there has to be one, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Or, exactly. Or the one made out of paint. Um, they just they just ignore that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get a dip from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Well, at one point, Jessica's at the bar right before um her mom encounters her when she meets Sterling. She said, mm-hmm. um. She tells Sterling that she's on five drinks and she's not even drunk yet. And she says that as if it were a brag. I would that's <laughs> bad news. That's expensive. If you're drinking at a bar and had five drinks and you're not even drunk yet, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um well, okay, maybe she started with five and this is the first one she's paying for at the bar. But even then, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Did like, talk about drinking. Uh-huh. Did do you think Captain America got buzzed when he drank the Asgardian liquor? In the it has Trump? to have hit him. Even that one has to have hit him. He, he has to have gotten something. 
Yeah, I hope I... so. I really do. <laughs> I mean, I it, that's one of those things that is unfortunately um it depends on who's writing it kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. in in the MCU, right? You know, we have that uh I mean, we don't know how much uh the Black Panther can take as far as alcohol, but we've seen Thor get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um I think even on uh, Midgard. Like I'm, I'm trying to think when he would have gotten drunk on Midgard. That's well, I'm not, not sure if he was he drunk, stuff, but maybe. Yeah. But he he drinks, yeah, Earth beer, like because we see all the kegs mm-hmm. in Endgame. Um, yeah. So I would think yeah. you like literally need a keg to get Thor drunk on Earth beer, <laughs> and the problem yeah. is, like, Cap is still human, and so is Jessica. They could both only consume so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, we've also seen how that affects Hulk's, right? We saw in She-Hulk um, mm-hmm. what it does to Banner Hulk and uh, Jennifer Hulk. Uh, unfortunately, even that one was different in the two episodes where they were drinking heavily. So Yeah, that's true. I need to rewatch yeah. that show, though, to get the nuance on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last thing I want to talk about, Jessica Jones. Okay. Is I just want to appreciate that it sounded like she was drowning a guy in orange chicken when she held the bowl to his face and he sounded like he was drowning. (laughs) Ingenuity. All right. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, We also don't know like how fresh that was, right? Was it still really hot? Like, was it kind of burning him? Because that That, could have also been extra damage. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they did just bring it home. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And good thing they ordered two orders of orange chicken because one is completely ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They got to pick that up. Uh, it has a sauce on it, so now you got like you have to wipe down the floor too. Like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, it got mostly on the guy. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it did, but you yeah. know, you still don't want it just left out because that's how you get ants. It's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else for Jessica? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, okay. You know, so, she, like, even at this point, she, she's had a lot of death in her life, right? She lost her whole family, mm-hmm. um, and now she's lost Sterling at the end of this episode. Is I'm trying to think. He must be, like, a first love, right? You're, like, her first love? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would assume so. Okay. And, and she ends the episode blaming herself for his death. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's... You know, a thing I think we should remember going forward with her character <laughs> on on stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it makes sense with how she... It's another thing she gained at this long weekend, or in this time period, at least. Um, yeah, it's really hard to tell. <laughs> it's been... It's got to be at least a couple months. They're living together. Yeah, so. that's what I was thinking from that perspective, but it was also a little hard to tell from when Alyssa breaks out of that hospital. Um, mm-hmm. Although I guess that was like halfway through the episode, so it wasn't as bad. Yeah, but, I uh, was making the assumption that the timelines weren't lining up until the end when they collide. I think Alyssa's timeline was like much longer than Jessica's. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think that makes more sense. Um, yeah. It just... It, it's always hard because I think a lot of times when we're shown something in a tv show or movie we're kind of supposed to 
assume that they are the same. Like, I feel like that's the default that they do always line up in some sense. Um, or at least maybe that's what I always just assume. <laughs> and maybe yeah, I, I think that's a you thing. <laughs> well, no, I oh. think that's a... No, maybe that is like the accepted belief. But I just look into things too often. Or like too intently. <laughs> my go-to, my thoughts is like, Empire Strikes Back is a classic example. There's no way those happened at the same time. But supposedly, they left the same spot and rejoined the same spot. But Luke... Training on Dagobah had to take way longer than all the stuff in Cloud City. Unless it didn't. I, I know. <laughs> so it makes I no mean, sense. Uh, it, <laughs> Which yeah. well, is it, Star Wars. It, so. <laughs> yeah. It's space magic. It's okay, Tony. It's okay. Yeah. No, it's space science we don't understand yet. <laughs> uh, yes, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, as time goes on, we understand more and more. We know that the Force is caused by a little uh, midi-chlorians in the cells. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. So at least we, we got that. So I'm really looking forward to yeah. movies 10, 11, and 12, where we just go into the midi-chlorian realm. Uh, supposedly, that's what Lucas wanted for 7, 8, and 9. Uh-huh. Yep. I think that's a <laughs> massive oversimplification of what he wanted, but... I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, honestly, it sounds really stupid, but when you think about it, like, if you just go into a different world and, like, everyone has force powers, that sounds kind of cool. Um, I don't know if they'd have lightsabers, but maybe something like them. Honestly, it would just be three Star Wars movies that are basically uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah, which is a problem, in my opinion. Yeah, because um, you hate all Ant-Mans. I don't hate all Ant-Mans. I reserve my judgment on Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. We'll see what happens after the movie comes out. <laughs> mm -hmm. She was adorable uh, as a small child. Anyway. Um, and a different yeah. actress. So, yeah. That's true. Um, this is the third Cassie. So. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, Jessica. Um, last thing. Um, so, we don't actually... So, if, at the end of the episode, uh, when her boyfriend Sterling was uh, killed, he was killed because he told those guys, yeah, you know, Jessica will do anything I tell her to. So, uh, yeah, obviously she'll help you, you know, steal whatever. Uh, now, we mm -hmm. don't know if he was just saying that to get them to leave or, or what. Um, so we, we can ignore his, his um, reasoning. But if he had actually asked Jessica to, you know, do that, do you think she would have? I think she would have. Uh, just this Jessica who, like, literally breaks into stores just because she wants her leather jacket. Yeah, she'd do it to protect mm -hmm. her boyfriend. Yeah. I... Yeah, I, I guess also, you know, given, you know, age also being, you know, a part of it, too. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like that seems like the... Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you're... If it's a life or death situation kind of thing, then yeah, sure, we'll we'll do, like, two of these and then that's it no more um yeah but, and like okay. when they inevitably start pushing it too far that's mm -hmm. when yeah. you break their legs yeah exactly okay cool that's it that's all i had anyway yeah i'm done uh talking about jessica yeah all right so okay. am i <laughs> all right then let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about some villains Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, 
the jerk. Hey, Tony. Uh, what is your favorite bar and or club from the past? From the past? Uh, uh, CBGB's. Is that what it's called? Exactly. It's the same bar and or club everyone calls their favorite. Club Alias. With good drinks, rockin' music from artists like Trish Walker and Robin Chabotsky, and a weird, quirky name you'd think was made up just to inspire someone else to use it, there's no shortage of reasons why Club Alias was everyone's favorite bar and or club from the past. And why, for a brief window, it was the only bar and or club anyone wanted to go to, and why every other bar and or club went out of business. So come on down to Club Alias to get yourself a flashback, whatever drink that is. Uh, unfortunately, Club Alias uh, went out of business when the owner mysteriously died from owing too much money, but <laughs> it'll live on in our memory. And since Club Alias only exists in the past, you can't get to it. But if you somehow figure it out, use promo code MCU Rewind to get everything free. Um, one correction. It's Robin Sparkles. Robin Spotsky. Ah, I mean, I think sweet. she's like a New York anchor, isn't she? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, f- I forgot she she that was a stage name. I I didn't look <laughs> it up. I just went off of that. <laughs> or Maria Hill before she joined Shield was Robin Sparkles. <laughs> All God, right. I hope I hope they bring that up in uh Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scroll who took over for her decides they want to be pop star. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage, kill Jessica Jones, and the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. So, I guess, Alyssa. Um, whatever pain medication they put her on in the very first beginning when she's, like, burnt to a crisp... Or mm-hmm. she might not be feeling pain at all if she has no nerve endings. Yeah, there's there's that possibility. I mean, yeah, she she started off looking really bad. Um, but also, we don't know how long it's been when when she first showed up, right? Because she was barely alive, if, yeah. if alive at all, right? Well, she wakes up the second time five years after the accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's woken up more times before that. She wasn't out for five years, but that's what we see. Well, yeah, but yeah, well, he says like it's been five years since the accident because she had no, she Uh woke up with no memory. Yeah. Um, This is another reason why I think it's like the timelines don't line up because, well, didn't we find out how Jessica was during the accident? Like previous episode? Uh, Yeah, I feel like they. They didn't say an exact age. Um, I think they said teenager, but that's like I, I don't think they said an it, like 
I don't think they said specifically she was 14 or something. She was born uh, between 1985 and... 19... Well, okay. The accident was in the April of 2000. Ah, okay. All right. Um, according to... I'm looking at... I'm looking at the wiki right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, according to season one, episode 12, they say it was in April of the year 2000. Oh, okay. Um. So... She would have been... 14 or 15. Five years later, she's 20. She could be... Or 21. Because depending on, like... We don't know the exact date, but she's like... Uh, it says she was born between 85 and 86. Okay. So if she's 21... That could, like, work with the flashbacks that we saw. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I feel like the, the numbers are pretty close. Yeah, close and back. that would yeah. have been... 2005 ish and then 12 years later is what we see now 12 seems like a really long time <laughs> uh -huh. yeah yeah uh, mm -hmm. but like she's super powered and trish is uh rich so they could still be looking mm -hmm. young <laughs> that's true um so i'm glad they say that her recovery was through genetic editing, and so was Jessica's. Uh, <laughs> because that makes her like, I was wondering if she was a mutant, but no, she was <laughs> edited that way. Yeah, yeah, we finally get a little bit of um, at least one a one off line saying that, right? Like, mm -hmm. we really just were not sure. And honestly, I, I'm pretty sure at this point, even Jessica still doesn't even know, right? Like, she never looked into it. Well, no, I mean, she's looking at IGH. I think she can mm -hmm. conclude she got her powers from experimentation. No, right, but, like, was it unlocking something that was already there mm. or just complete editing? I mean, she probably is just assuming, yeah, they just edited whatever she had, and now she has these powers. <laughs> like, is it is it a Scarlet Witch and Soulstone situation or Mindstone, or is it a Peter Parker and Spider-Bite situation? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm. I've got to compliment them. Like to su change someone's genes so that burns fix. That's really interesting, because I don't. Well, maybe she was edited with an octopus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be a healing factor, right? Yeah, octopus can grow back legs. Yeah, there you go. Alyssa can grow <laughs> back her entire skin. Yeah, over years. Uh, five years or something. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Are um, octopuses rage-filled? <laughs> Is that something I don't uh, know about them? <laughs> I do not know. Um, I don't think I want to know, to be honest. I'd, I'd I like to know about them. our our future cephalop cephalopod overlords, uh, what their man, what their attitudes are like. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that would come in handy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, eh, all right. That's eh, fine. We'll ignore it for now. I think. I think we're good. Yeah. Hopefully. Did you ever see the movie Misery? Or read the book? Uh, it, I saw it, like, a long time ago. Like, I was a kid when I saw it. Okay. Yeah, because she pulls the misery in this. Mm -hmm. uh, because the main character, like, 
pretty much hides all their medication and is able to not be drugged up anymore and tries to oh. escape. He tries to call home, fails. A spoiler alert for like the midpoint of misery. Uh, she decides to uh, severely, grievously injure and murder people on her way out. Yeah, pretty similar. Uh-huh. Yeah. On the bright side, you know, when she gets caught that first time, uh, no one broke her legs. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is and, like the only thing I remember from Misery. Yeah, it's the most <laughs> iconic scene in in the book. He, uh, she chops off both his feet. Oh God, that's worse. Yes, yes, it is. I think. Okay. Yeah, it's more permanent. At least the other way you could eventually be healed. Mm-hmm. Unless you get gene editing. So maybe, uh, God, I can't remember the character's name. Uh, James Conn's character from Misery is somewhere in there getting gene edited. <laughs> yeah, maybe. One of, one of the other rooms. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Um, she is super manipulative. I like it. How uh, <laughs> When she finds uh, Trish's mom, Dorothy which I had to look up and I would never in a million years would have said her name is Dorothy. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. She's like able to completely switch gears when she finds out that she's not a fan of Jessica. Uh, <laughs> she goes in acting like a teacher and just ends up saying still the teacher, but teacher who thought she was a little word. I don't want to bleep out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's it, it, she's smart. It's it's a I mean, we kind of still don't know exactly what triggers Alyssa to become the, you know, rage monster type mm-hmm. of character. Um I guess it's good that insulting her daughter, her her only living child is uh not one of those things that does yeah. that. So, hmm. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like she's not and yes, she goes into an uncontrollable rage, but <clears throat> she isn't like a hair trigger on that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she had an ultimate goal of finding Jessica, so she knew not to kill Dorothy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they do explain it in next week's episode, like a little bit. We get like mm-hmm. a one off line that she can, she she feels it coming on. So okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, she finds Jessica and sees the goodness in Jessica because Jessica, uh, destroys some public property to give kids a place to play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if there's much to say. Like, she, uh, actually has a conversation with Jessica, which, in the bathroom, <laughs> uh, I guess it's not the best place to break. Hey, I'm your mom. <laughs> yeah, at least she decided to wait until they got out there. That's, yeah. that's good. Do you think she had a game plan, though? Um, I, I think a little, right? Like, you know, we, we don't know how long it's been since she got, since she escaped from IGH. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would imagine that this is one of those things that, she keeps running in her mind. Like, what would she say? How would she say it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I would assume she had a, at least a, a general outline at a minimum. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I don't think that she meant to murder Sterling. I think she thought this would just like, at first, just like, you know, knock some sense into him. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because otherwise she'd snap his neck. Yeah, that's true. She did do that earlier in the episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, snap his neck or pull limbs off or, or something. I guess we don't we don't really know what she she thinks of as far as like how to attack someone. But usually, I think if she wants to kill someone, it's pretty pretty direct. Like it's a one move thing. It's not hit his head against the wall four times. Yeah, I I also don't think. I mean, just because the nature of her rage is, she probably doesn't plan to kill anybody because like she Mm -hmm. broke that nurse's neck very severely it was backwards her head was backwards yes but she also broke inez's back and didn't kill her she wasn't coming back for the kill it's just like it is what it is it's a rage yeah um and then she realizes she's putting jessica in danger if she sees that so she heads back to igh where people are thrilled to see her Right? <laughs> yep. Woo. <laughs> uh, I mean, a little thrill. Like some people are thrilled, uh, not the people working there directly, but other people. Yeah. Hmm? Um, is there anything else about Lissa? No. I mean, everything that I want to. Oh, oh. You know what? Actually, there was one thing. She said that she always hated Florida. And you know what? Same. <laughs> Says That's it. current Florida Floridian resident. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing I was uh, I noticed that at the end they kind of imply that all these flashbacks were was Alyssa telling Trish or Trish telling Jess about all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we get the Jessica Jones flashbacks? She's not. She Jessica's not sharing. Um, it's okay. Even though Alyssa's the one saying all of this, mm-hmm. we as the audience are still getting things from Jessica's perspective. So she's like remembering. Wait, around that time, this was happening to me, and so she's yeah. You know, we're we're splicing that together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense now. All right. Um, yeah, I'm done with Alyssa. I have a little bit for Malice. Uh, Carl Malice says he's like way more when he when Alyssa wakes up after her five years in and out of comas. Mm-hmm. Um, he's way more interested in sharing his work than telling Alyssa about her family. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's told her that like we don't know how many times, right? Yeah. So, true. like, it's kind of boring to him. Uh, I, I had a whole plan. I was going to do this and this, and I need to get this these readings. And uh, all right, fine. Let me tell you this sad story again because I know how you're going to react, and this yeah. is not going to be good for me. Have to put you in a coma for another three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. All right. Anything else for um, villains? Uh, no, actually, another thing for for Doctor Carl right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that they arranged for another family to adopt her, Jessica. Yep. So I, I think one thing that we were wondering before was 
did Jessica and Trish, like, did they know each other beforehand? And I, I, in my mind, that line made me think that they did not know each other before. Like, IGH just went around looking for, like, hey, who wants to adopt this kid? Um, that or targeting someone who, like, like Dorothy, who wants to use this as publicity and probably wouldn't ask too many questions. Yeah, something like that. That also makes sense, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, uh, moving on to Guys in the Chair? Yeah, let's do that. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. I want your cray cray. <laughs> Top hit of 2005-ish. Um, it's just a... Trisha's storyline in this is mirroring the Miley Cyrus's with... Can, uh, what's it? Wrecking Ball, not Cannonball. Or, oh, okay. like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Child stars, mostly from Disney, trying to, like, sexify themselves to sell more stuff. Mm-hmm. And also falling into drugs. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I wrote down a note. I, I kind of already um, said this a little earlier, but this is her let's go to the mall. It's, it's... <laughs> it is her let's go to the mall. I wonder, it's like, she obviously has a whole, at least an album, right? This is just a single from it? Because she's going to go on tour. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because yeah, when she said tour, like, oh, yeah, she must be doing a couple of songs. Um, I don't know if she's headlining or... Or opening for someone else, but either way, like you still have to have a handful of songs. You're not just going to show up and do the one. Yeah, I so bet this, this must be. Yeah, I bet she's opening honestly because the way they're doing all this stuff. Or not opening. Uh, she's leading the concert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is probably just the most popular of the songs. Yeah. Or the it's the it's one the single goes on like, the radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, the, another evidence that she's leading this tour, she says at one point that she doesn't want to quit because so many people rely on her for jobs. Which would be true if she was not the headliner, if she was just uh, the opening act. But it's way mm-hmm. more true if she is the headliner. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. And then Trish. Trish is Trish. Doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Making poor decisions. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. 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 Uh her mom, um mm-hmm. complete enabler. Uh didn't care at all when she found out Trish was getting high in the bathroom. Yep. That was it. Yeah. And that was that was like yeah. one of the opening scenes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's hanging off of Trish's coattails and not even mm-hmm. like representing Trish anymore cuz she's like representing one of the the backup dancers, I think. Oh, I must have missed that. Okay. Yeah, because like familiar. Okay. Jess asked how she get in. It's like she's working with a client. Her client, like, Tr- yeah, I think it was Trish's backup dancers, like, just to stay close to Trish, honestly. Mm. Yeah. And, okay. And be there to pick up the pieces when everything goes horribly wrong. <laughs> Woo. Yep. Yep. Right. Good old horrible mother characters. Uh-huh. Um, 
Anyone else for guiding the chair? Um, you know, I had a little note here for Sterling. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about this because we kind of talked about it a little. Um, uh, do you think he really wanted, was going to uh, just try to get those guys to leave? Or do you think he was going to try to get Jessica to work with them? I think he was trying to get Jessica to work for him to save his own net. But um, Sterling's a complex a surprisingly complicated character for like a one episode character. Cause I think he definitely actually cares for Jessica, but he's not above using Jessica for his own ends. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that one completely. Um, yeah. you know, for, for a while, like I, I kind of went back and forth too, thinking like, well, may, maybe he just wanted them to leave, you know, make sure they're, they're gone until maybe at least Jessica's around to protect him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, then he said that, okay, well, any work that she does with them, he gets, mm-hmm. what, 25% or something? Yeah. So uh, I think that's what kind of makes it clear. Like, yeah, that's that, that's him wanting a cut of the action. He, yeah. he definitely and, wants her to work with them. Yeah, and we definitely also see that when um, he meets Trish for the first time, right? He's He's using that as a way to get investors for the club. Yeah, I, yes, I, I agree. Like, it immediately painted him in, in a, a bad picture. Um, it could also just be young guy excited mm-hmm. to meet someone that he wants to be at his club, and so he, like, didn't wait long enough for it to be okay Yeah, to that, ask that question. I, I agree with that. I think that's why I say, like, he cares about Jessica. Yeah, I think he definitely mm-hmm. cares about Jessica, but he's also, he's a young guy, and he he's not thinking through his opportunities. Like he's exactly. taking advantage yeah. of his opportunities. That's making him look bad. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Moving on 12% of the plan. Uh-huh. Stark tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally. Oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, I've only got one note for this. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. But at least in the <laughs> opening club scene, uh, the only difference between... Uh, Except for their hairs. The only difference between tr- young Trish and Jess and old Trish and Jess are their voices are maybe half an octave higher pitched. <laughs> and that doesn't really work for women as well as it works like for younger men. I So I had the same thing. Like, I just, I thought that they looked exactly the same, like other than just a slightly different haircut. It wasn't even that different. Yeah, I think Jessica's like. hair was shorter. Like, that did strike me. Okay, all right. Like, I it, definitely the hair was different. That's the easy thing you, mm-hmm. you do to make someone look younger. But uh, Trish specifically did not look any different other than the hair. Um, I, I looked up their ages. So, like, when this came out, uh, Chris and Ritter, Jessica, was 38. Uh, so probably, let's say, 37 when filming that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Rachel Taylor, Trish, at the time when this came out, was 34. So maybe she was 33. Like, they... They did not 
I, I don't think they tried really hard to make them look early twenties. <laughs> no. Definitely not. That's another reason why I'm questioning, like, if this is really in. I only say 2005 because we know the accident's in 2000, and we knew it was five years later. When oh oh, you know what? You know what? I actually do have have a reason for this. This is, okay. this makes sense. Okay. So we um figured out earlier that um we're getting all of the Jessica stuff because this is her hearing what happened from Alyssa and like adding in her own life of like oh this is this is me remembering what my life was like at this time. Yeah. Um she doesn't really remember what she and Trish looked like back then. Like she's just so used to seeing herself in the mirror or Trish almost every day that she's like, "Oh yeah, in my memory, we look like we look now." Like th- there's no point in trying to remember, you know, how or how we look even then. worse. Mm-hmm. Uh this show is completely from her point of view. So she's actually been ravished by alcoholism and does not look as good as she does in the show. But this is how she perceives herself. <laughs> okay, or that. Yeah, <laughs> that's possible. The The modern version is her mental representation of her when she was like 22. Mm-hmm. But she's actually yeah. okay. very different. Yeah, and same for Trish, given all the drug use. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and like, what other shows she's been in is Defenders, probably told from... Uh, from Matt Murdock's point of view, and he doesn't know what she looks like. So That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He asked her. Um, so, uh, let's rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many years of experimentation uh, are you going to give this episode? Oh, God. Um, uh, I'll go two and a half. You know, it was, um, I mean, it was a flashback episode, so default right there. I already have to get rid of like one and a half points. Jeez, Um, you were going to give this a four, (laughs) if not for that? Uh, No, no, it's, um, you know, filled in some stuff. Honestly... The stuff with Alyssa, I just did not care for at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it it didn't feel like it really added to the storyline, other than, like, a couple of one-off lines we got here and there when she was talking to uh, Dr. Carl. Um, uh, the other stuff just felt like more of what we've kind of already gotten. Um, and then, yeah. you know, soloing uh, Jessica's backstory to get the, the alias stuff and the, the jacket, like, we didn't really need that. I, I don't know why that always just shows up that way. Like we don't, it, it doesn't all have to show up within the span of, you know, a month. So mm-hmm. just, just some of those, those weird things. So that's, yeah, that's why I'm giving it a uh, pretty low two and a half. Yeah. I, I'll give it a little bit more than you. Like I give it a three. Uh, the only reason I like it more, cause I agree with a lot of your points is I do like insights to, how characters were before X event, like in Jessica Jones um, thing is before Kilgrave, because that's the turning point in her life. Uh, that's why I also like enjoy the opening scene of Iron Man three. Like we see Tony when he's still an a-hole stuff like that. That mm. being said, it could have been a couple minutes at the beginning of the episode. It didn't have to be the whole episode. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not thrilled with it, but yeah. it's all right. <laughs> 
Cool. All right. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and close this out. Hey, everyone, join us next week. We will be talking about Episode 8, a.k.a. Ain't We Got Fun. And in the meantime, please follow us on the one and only social media site that we uh, are using right now. Unfortunately, it is Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Yeah, I want you, great, great. I want you. I want you.